Welcome to the Debt Matters Podcast, where we help Canadians find solutions to their debt with licensed insolvency trustees from across Canada. I'm Wayne Kay, and in today's show, we're going to talk about receiving surplus income, an inheritance, or maybe a windfall while you're in bankruptcy. What happens? What happens if all of a sudden you file your bankruptcy and then the next week you end up getting a promotion? What is surplus income? What happens if you win the lottery or you get an inheritance? What are your options if life changes during the bankruptcy? To tell us about this and a lot more, I've got Julie Drain from Allen Marshall and Associates, licensed insolvency trustee with offices across the country. Julie is joining me from Victoria, British Columbia today. Hi there, Julie. Hi, Wayne. Welcome back to the show. Well, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to, to this here. discussion because uh, you say this is uh, this is something that happens quite a bit. So we're talking about what happens when all of a sudden money comes in. There's surplus income, an inheritance, or a windfall while you are bankrupt. So explain when you're bankrupt, you're not supposed to have more money coming in, right? When you're bankrupt, your income is monitored. Our lives change. So therefore, it's good when you get more money. However, right. it does impact how much you potentially could have to pay in a bankruptcy. So what happens is, is when an individual comes in, we have this chart that the government gives us. It says, okay, if there's so many people in a family, after taxes, medical expenses, child support, spousal support, or child care that has to be paid, if there's a certain amount of money left over, without taking into account things like your rent, your car payment, your insurance, your food, anything that you earn over and above that for a period of the bankruptcy, 50% of it would have to be paid to the trustee. So you could have an individual came in, they said, ah, no, I don't think I'm getting a promotion. I'm not getting a new job. They're way under this guideline. We go, okay, here's your base fee. Next week, I get a call. Guess what, Julie? I just got a manager job at Canadian Tire, and this did happen to me. What's this mean for me now? So, okay. What that means is you're going to report your income, and we'll have to figure out new payment for you because now you're over that guideline, so it's not just a fee. You have to pay this 50% that the government says that you have to pay over and above. Okay, and this this does happen, obviously. This does it does ha it does happen, yeah. And 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 a lot of the time, I do find too, it's with the stress. The stress is alleviated off the individual or the family, and all of a sudden, things start falling into place because of the the, the that mental block is gone. That that stress is gone, so they're able to concentrate more on their job, on those job applications, and things seem to fall into place, which is positive. But when you're looking at the bankruptcy, it's, oh, crap, now I have to pay more money. Right. But I, this is the one thing, this is probably the most important piece of this show is that people who are listening who are in debt, having financial troubles, it's the importance of making that phone call and how different their life will be after they do something about it and get some help and realize, oh, oh, there is help. There are, there's things I can do. Yeah. Yes, and it's not the end of the world. Right. It, the, you can still get credit going forward. You can still get a mortgage. You can get a, like, it is going to be a little bit more difficult, but we also, as part of the process, we do do the counseling sessions, which talk to you, one of the two, about 
how to start to rebuild your credit, give you some of those tools so that even while you're in, especially in a proposal, you're able to start to rebuild. Or as soon as you get your bankruptcy discharge, you're able to go out, say to the lender, here, you know, here, I've got this discharge and you can start to, to build that credit score back up. Right. And so as you were talking about this person who was working and then all of a sudden they became a manager, that would be surplus income? Depending on the level of income and the people in their household. In most cases, yes. You've got such a large bump in income that it all of a sudden triggers this this surplus. So surplus income, like I said, comes from this guideline the government gives us whereby they say, if you earn more than this amount of money, depending on your size of your family, you pay 50% of it over and above. And it usually extends the bankruptcy period. Now it is also done on an average basis. So if you have a one-time little blip and you go back down, it may or may not affect you. However, when you have something like a major promotion, most of the time it does Mm. have that impact. Right. So all of a sudden you're in bankruptcy. You know what your fees are supposed to be. You know what's coming in. But all of a sudden you're listening to a radio station and you are the 10th caller in, you call in and you win $25,000. And yes, that also happens. Yes, it does. What, what happens in that case? Do you just keep it quiet? Well, you can try and I'm sure people have. However, people do talk and um, most times we do find out there are different places who also watch. You have creditors who keep an eye, the superintendent of bankruptcy who keeps an eye. So it's not just the trustee. So in that case, there are a couple of options. Number one, you turn it over to the trustee. If it's enough to pay off your debt, pay the trustee's fee, you get your discharge, away you go. Uh, if it's not, in some cases where there is a windfall, whether it be a lottery winning, an inheritance, something like you talked about, you know, you the call-in show on the radio, we would look at seeing whether or not we could take that money and proposal the individual out of that bankruptcy. So say to the creditors, look, here's you know how much we anticipate you get in the bank balance of the bankruptcy. You're going to get this $25,000 right now if you accept it and get the debtor out, get them back on their feet more quickly. Mm. So that is an option that also can get discussed with the trustee should something like that happen. Now, are we encouraging people to gamble? No, No. but should that windfall, that inheritance, you know, radio call in occur? Absolutely. There are options other than just completely losing it. But keeping it quiet is probably not a good idea um, because somebody is going to talk and then, you know, you don't want to get in trouble with the superintendent of bankruptcy for not doing your duties. And one of your duties is to tell the trustee if something like that is to occur while you are still in bankruptcy. Well, everybody's working hard to keep you, you know, to help you with your situation. You need to help them as well. So that makes perfect sense. But once you're in the bankruptcy, did I understand you right that you can actually change it to a consumer proposal? It is very rare, but it is a possibility. Um, I haven't had it happen to me personally, but I have had colleagues where someone does unexpectedly someone passes away or they they were in a will they didn't know all of a sudden this windfall comes in and uh they're able to go to the trustee say look i now have this sum of money i know i'm going to lose in the bankruptcy um is it possible for me to file a proposal to get out of the bankruptcy 
more quickly mm-hmm. and to get on with my life. So it is rare, but it ca- it can happen. Okay. All right. What about uh, you, your your life changes? You know, you're going along and other things happen to your situation during the bankruptcy. Possibly you maybe uh, either start a relationship or you end a relationship. You know, your marriage breaks up. Does that affect the bankruptcy as yes. well or no? Yes, it can. And that would be a situation where in your bankruptcy, you get on the phone with your trustee right away and say, whether it be a material, what we'll call adverse, so bad change for you or a good change. He wanted to keep in contact to help us help you to make sure that you're continuing down the right path. Are you overpaying? Are you underpaying? Does it make sense to look at um, a proposal or another option to get you out of the bankruptcy more quickly? So communicate with your trustee to make sure that we can help you, help us help you. I guess that's the (laughs) best way to put it. (laughs) It's been used in movies forever. It's got to be a great line. <laughs> yeah. Right? What yeah, more can absolutely. you say? Yeah, let uh, me help Not you. much. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, what about other options? Let's say you were in a consumer proposal and all of a sudden you end up getting the inheritance or you get the uh, surplus income. Does that change anything? We don't monitor for surplus income in a proposal. So you get more money, great. You pay off your proposal sooner if you want to. If you have a change where your income has gone down, there's been a material adverse change in your proposal, again, contact your trustee, see whether or not, um, don't struggle long, see whether or not there could be an amendment done mm. to the proposal. So that's, a, again, help us help you. If you win the lottery, get an inheritance, you decide to sell your home, you've got this big chunk of change in your pocket, you're not obligated to pay off the proposal. However, we usually encourage it because... If you can get rid of that payment and once the proposal payments are done, the proposal only reports to your bureau for three more years. So pay it off. You keep whatever's left over that wasn't required to pay off the proposal and your credit report can clean up more quickly. Mm. So it is encouraged, but it's not required in a lot of cases. Now, if there's a clause in the proposal that says you have to do that, that's different. But if it's something that's just out of the blue, yeah, you're, you won them some money, somebody gave you a scratch ticket and you won money, you know, you sold your house, you got a great raise at work or bonus. It it doesn't impact the proposal amount offered, but you could use that money to pay the proposal off more quickly. Hope that answers your question. It does. It does, definitely <laughs> does. Yeah, it helps. And uh, when you were talking about, you know, getting to your uh, credit rating being restored after, you know, three years after, um, Let's talk a little bit about that. So during the bankruptcy, what is your, uh, the credit score is like 100 or something out of like 900 or what else? Okay. What does that, that look like? That, unfortunately, I am not an expert on credit scores. I can tell you what the rating is. So during the period of a bankruptcy or a consumer proposal, it reports as an R9, which is the worst rating that you can get on the debt that is included. Um. At, for a bankruptcy, at the end of the bankruptcy period, if it's a first time, it stays on the report for approximately six years. If it's a second time, it's 14 years from the date of discharge. With a proposal, for the period of the proposal, it reports same thing, R9. And then at the end, it reports as an R7 for three additional years. Um, there may be a slight difference between Equifax and TransUnion in Canada. Unfortunately, they're not identical. But yeah, if an individual wanted real specifics 
I encourage them to go to Equifax TransUnion, ask those questions. They become much more um, amenable to answering questions. And there's a lot of online FAQs on Equifax.ca or TransUnion.ca that can help people to kind of understand that as well. Right. But it's basically a big X on your credit rating, I would think, until you're discharged from it. From the bankruptcy, yes. With the proposal, uh, there's a lot of people who will go and apply within, you know, 12 to 24 months for a secured credit card, uh, a small furniture loan, something like that. They are going to be high interest. You want to pay them on time. But that can, while one is still in a proposal, start to help that individual to start to rebuild their credit. Right on. Okay. Anything else we need to know about this income, receiving, windfalls, while you're in no. a bankruptcy. No, I think that pretty much covers the highlights. Uh, like I've said before, everybody's different. So these are very gen- generic yes. comments. And if you want to know something more specific to your individual situation, give us a ring and we'd be more than happy to speak with you with regards to your individual situation. I think it's great. Julie, thank you so much for being on the show and all the great information today. Thank you very much for having me, Wayne. Well, my guest today, Julie Drain, you can learn more or schedule a free consultation with Alan Marshall and Associates, licensed insolvency trustee by going to the website, wecanhelp.ca. And that first one is absolutely free, by the way. So you may be able to get a lot of great information from them. Wecanhelp.ca. And that is it for today's Debt Matters podcast. Just make sure you subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. And of course, for more information, you can always check out debtmatters.ca. Thanks for listening. 